I can't argue that. Knocked Up was a really good movie. But it was about 20 minutes too long. It made you almost like Katherine Heigl. Yeah, that's a tough thing to pull off, too. Because she's not likable. <clears throat> well, the Marlins clinched the playoff spot a year after 105 last season. Can I can I do the intro today? If you want to. <clears throat> What's with that hat now? That's the hat we have. Oh, that's the same hat. Yeah. That's the bonnet. It looks bigger now. Well, you know. Thank you. That's our Lisa bonnet. Lisa bonnet. Yes. Bonnet. Are you enjoying yourself? Like I really feel like I. Gave you a lot of scratches already. So, Javier Baez hit his first ever home run as a lefty. That's kind of amazing. He's a switch hitter. At some point, you think he would have hit a home run left-handed. I think he would have got a hole one. Yes, and a giant. Okay, I hate the Padres, and I hate them even more now because they're about to lose both games to the Giants in a doubleheader. Well, you know who I hate? The Brewers. Yeah, well, I can see why. Fucking terrible. So where do they stand in the standings, assuming the Giants win? And you know who I hate more than the Brewers? Brewers fans. Oh, my. Coming correct. Christian Young's terrible. He's the worst. I don't know why we signed him to that extension. Uh, yeah, it's why we don't deserve good things. Like, the people who say, well, Giannis isn't that good. Okay, good. I hope he leaves then. Well, we should trade him right now and get everything in return. Because Devin Williams pitched great in 13 games this year. Though, to be fair, I do have a theory. <clears throat> and I don't want to see it happen. I do have a theory why it would have made sense. Why it would make sense to trade Hader and Orioles. Let me tell you why. The Brewers play in one of the smallest TV markets, which means their local TV deal is garbage, right? Yeah. So they make all their money at the gate, and they do very well at the gate. So they draw close to three million people. Gate and merch. Yeah. yeah. Right. The problem this year is there's no gate. Yep. So they don't have a farm system that's any good. And they're going to be cash-strapped. They're not going to be able to surround Yelich with good players. So they might not make the playoffs even with a guy like Yelich. Right? I mean, in theory. So, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see it happen. I think we should keep Yelich, obviously. But you could see the argument why it would make sense. I want to tell you that I'm going to take um, umbrage with your statement. Because they had already gone the cheap route. Before they knew there were going to be no fans That's on the stands. True. They did do that. They mailed this fucking thing in from the jump. From the winter meetings. <clears throat> Alright. You want to count me in? I don't know how to count. <laughs> the fucking guy that does it counts himself. Alright. Alright. Fine. Five. Four. Three. On the newspaper page, and love and tradition of the grand designs.
some people say is even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside. Welcome you to the Ross Family Podcast. Will you after dark? Baby. Not as exciting. Yeah, it was alright. Let me tell you something. It's after 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I can safely say yeah. this place is crawling with pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As it always is when we record. Well, we have quite the show today. We've got topics coming out of a hat. Well, we can. We can do whatever. We I mean, have, we don't have a guest, so. We. we don't have an on-site review of the Just Jake show that was going on today. You don't have one? We don't. You but don't I have did somebody see, to call? No. I mean, but I did see a shot of the crowd, and there were seriously about 18 people there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got 12 matches booked, and he's paying pretty well. So get it while you got it. That's almost a match per fan. Yeah. Yeah. So This is your match. <laughs> This match is sponsored by Mike in Roll 3. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. So, yeah. My name's Steve. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up, Mike. (laughs) So that went on today. Yeah. So that was that. Homegrown Wrestling down in Warren, Illinois happened tonight with Eugene. Oh. Yeah. Was uh, Isaac sniffing his jock? No, but Eugene was sniffing something. All right. You don't sniff that. No? No. Not even to be like, oh, that's good. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was sticky or icky. <laughs> so, I w- we were talking before we went on the air about how Judd Apatow movies are 20 minutes too long. Why? Yeah. Why is that? Why? Why is that? Okay, let me ask you a question I- unfiltered. You want me to call him? You could. How long should a comedy be, a movie? 90 minutes. 90 minutes, I'd say maybe an hour 40 max. So so a comedy movie is like a, is like a stand-up bit where you got to have so many laughs within a certain... Yeah, kind of, of, because where Judd Apatow makes the mistake is he gets down these rabbit holes with unnecessary discussions that he thinks are character developments and they're not. Adding the drama in, or trying to add the drama in. Correct. Correct. So name a, com- name a hit comedy. Police mm-hmm. Academy. Okay. All okay. right. Solid choice. Let's see how long. My I, all of a sudden I have no service on this piece of shit phone. Um, but let's see how long Police Academy is. If I could get my. I got it. All right. Yes. Please uh, do. Because one it's... hour and thirty-seven minutes. There you go. One forty. I was in that. Bo- yeah. Okay. All right. Let's try um, airplane. Airplane seems to be a classic. All right. Oh, I I actually I I had already pulled one up one hour. 28 minutes. All right. All right. I pulled up Blazing Saddles. Okay. One hour, 35 minutes. Okay. See? So, we're seeing a trend. Spaceballs. One hour, 36 minutes. All right. Ghostbusters. One hour, 47 minutes. Okay. So, that was pushing it, but still didn't eclipse the two-hour mark. You're telling me we couldn't trim two minutes out of Ghostbusters? <laughs> I, hey, every minute of Ghostbusters is quality shit. All right. I don't know. What about Back to the Future? Uh, I thought I'm we were talking about really a comedy. comedy, right? 
and I'm still going to say, I know it's well under two hours. Oh, I got a good one. I'll let you look up Back to the Future. This is going to be a killer one. I'll let him do Back to the Future first, if he... It's giving me, like, a stupid... Hold on. One hour. Yes. 56 minutes. Okay, but that wasn't a comedy, will it admit to Back to school. Rodney Dangerfield. I'm going to say 140. 136. Yep. See? Okay. There's a formula that works. Yep. Caddyshack. Yep. One hour, 38. Yep. See? There's a formula that works. National Lampoon's Vacation. One hour, 39 minutes. Okay. Dumb and Dumber. Because we're in the 80s. I'm trying to get us... Okay. Okay. Yeah, because Isaac doesn't like when we talk 80s. <laughs> you told me that. One hour, 53 minutes. That was for Dumb and Dumber? That was Dumb and Dumber. Okay. Now, I, I totally believe you could probably cut some stuff out of Dumb and like Dumber. 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roughly. Hey, speaking of Dumb and Dumber, uh, I ended up on a in a YouTube rabbit hole. Uh-oh. I watched a clip from Uncle Buck. Okay. Oh. Specifically, when the clown comes to do the birthday party. Okay. And when I watched it, the voice was like, I know that voice. I looked it up. It's the fucking mobster guy from Dumb and Dumber. The one where he's stuck in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's him. So let me tell you something that is interesting. Did you ever watch the show Louie? Not the HBO version. Yep. Okay. Sure did. So you remember his wife. The sitcom? His wife who becomes his friend slash girlfriend slash friend again on... Uh, the second show. Yes. Oh, Pamela yes. Adlon. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She's also in the Prince of New York, or Prince of Staten Island, I'm sorry. King of Staten Island. Fuck. Okay, but you know where she got her first acting role? Where? She was Dolores Rebchuk in Grease 2. Shut up. I swear to God, look it up. Do you remember Dolores Rebchuk? No. She was the little sister of one of the okay. Pink Ladies. Yeah, All that's right. her. Uncle Buck. One hour, 40 minutes. Yeah, see? We're, we're, we've figured it out. Now yep. look up some of these Apatow pieces. Of, yeah, the 210. Yeah. This one I watched yesterday. Two. Saw 4. That's not a comedy. One hour, 43 minutes. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, I'll take Super Bad. Uh, that was technically a, like a Rogan, Seth Rogan movie. Let's see, 40-Year-Old Virgin. I bet you that's 201. Okay. What What was his worst movie? Apatow only produced that. The one that was the worst was the one... With, with Adam Sandler, right? No, no, it was the one with Paul Rudd and this, Apatow's wife. Oh, this is for, 40, uh, 40 yes. or Oh, 40-Year-Old uh, Virgin was 2 hours and 13 minutes. See? Too long! Okay. Uh... Funny People is the Adam Sandler movie. I did not like that film. Might be his worst movie. Bride, oh, I'm gonna pick. It wasn't good. I'm gonna pick Bridesmaids. Also, only a producing. Then movie. why is it this motherfucker? That one was over two hours. Knocked up two hours eight minutes. See, too long. Pineapple Express. Does that count? Nope, that's a Seth Rogen. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, no, I don't think so. Talladega Nights. Maybe he may have, he may have written that. Oh, I thought... What's his name? McKay wrote that. McKay directed it and co-wrote it with Will Ferrell. Let's see. All right. You know what? Basically, Judd Apatow has done nothing. Uh, He did the Amy Schumer movie. 
Haven't seen that. Bad. Uh, uh. <laughs> Bad. Freeway, everybody. See, we need to do a segment where Freeway's a movie critic. <laughs> the only thing is we got to get him in and out quick because he's going to want to pound someone's ass. We don't. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can start a new bit on our show of, like, uh, is a celebrity gay or not? And when we say the name, like, uh, like uh, Elton John. Gay. No, no, you go, out! <laughs> Wait, Elton John's gay? He is. <laughs> he is. Hard to believe. Yeah. Hard to believe. You guys see the Elton John movie? I just hope, yeah, I did. No. It was, yeah. it was, well, it was I liked right. it, it was fine. I hope you don't tell me Liberace was gay. <laughs> no. Or Paul Lind. <laughs> Paul Lind was the father in Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> so how, he can't be gay. Can't be gay. Oh, can someone shut that kid up? <laughs> 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 uh, Charles Nelson Riley. I would like all of our listeners who don't know who Paul Lind is to not go check out if my impression's good, because it ain't. But do check out some old Hollywood squares. Do, uh, do a bit where Paul Lind is uh, Doc Brown in Back to the Future. Marty. <laughs> oh, Marty. When you get this thing to 88, you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> oh. You know, Paul Lind was a tortured soul. Uh, like what? He, well, he, back in the day, he couldn't really be out. But yeah. He lived his lifestyle like he was out, but he always felt like he was in hiding stuff. And he had an alcohol problem because of it. And he was a mean drunk on top of it. And it kind of ruined his career. Listen, I know... This world existed where you weren't allowed to say it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But everybody knew. Everybody knew. All right, I have a list of movies that Judd Apatow is the director of. Okay. Sure. The already aforementioned 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Very funny. Knocked up. Very funny. Eh, Funny people. Didn't like it. Hold on a second. Knocked up was funny. If it was 20 minutes shorter, it would have been very funny. This is 40. Oh, God. I didn't see that. Shit. Trainwreck. Didn't see it. May It Last, A Portrait of the Avit Brothers. Nope. Uh, the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. I did watch the Gary Shandling uh, documentary. I didn't even know that was a thing. And The King of Staten Island. Okay. I. Uh, he may have directed some of it, but he also produced the Pete Holmes show for uh, it, HBO. They literally broke this down yeah. as to what he directed, what he produced, what he wrote. Gotcha. With a no or a yes. Did you know I saw him, I was watching some old stuff on HBO Go, and mm-hmm. he was on a Young Comedian special in 81. Hmm. And by the way, not funny. Before we get off the subject, Gary Shanley. Is it just me, or does he always look like he's about to burst into tears? Not anymore. Hey. <laughs> so what did you like better? His show that I forget the name of where he played the late night talk show. Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders. Or the actual Gary Shanley show. I like the Gary Shanley show. Yes, me too. You? I, I didn't watch either. I only know them from the documentary. Okay. So... Don't have enough. I bet Jeffrey Tambor was being a dick on one, though. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor also starred in Three's Company four different times yep. as four different people. Yep. And sexually harassed everyone. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> Including Mrs. Roper. 
Oh, Audrey, is that my dick in your ass? Jesus. Because <laughs> it's about to be. Wait, well, hey, let's face it. Stan wasn't giving it to her. Hey, Norman Fell, did you drop a 50? Norman Fell interrupts. Out! <laughs> Thanks, Freeway. Out! Bad! Norman Fell was in a Burt Reynolds movie. Um, I think it was called The End. Do you remember that? I don't. So, in the movie, he is suicidal. Burt Reynolds? No, yeah, Burt Reynolds. And Norman Fells is Frank, and he hires Dom DeLuise to kill him, but then he decides he wants to live, and Dom DeLuise keeps trying to kill him. I feel like this was a fever dream you had. Oh, no, it's a movie. The end. I can't see Burt Reynolds ever honestly trying to play somebody depressed to the point where they're going to kill themselves. Welcome to the Norman Fell podcast. (laughs) Norman Fell has been in The Ropers. Yeah. Three's Company. Yeah. Yeah. The Graduate. Oh. Who was he in The Graduate? Uh, the, hang on, let me, let me do the list first. Bullet yeah. with Steve McQueen. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that's yeah. big stuff. Catch-22. Mm-hmm. Rich Man, Poor Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. The original Ocean's Eleven. Sure. Oh. Uh, I'm only naming the big ones, by the way. The End? I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> that's not a big one. You might have... He might have the wrong name, but otherwise he's been in two movies with Burt Reynolds. Okay. Uh, Pork Chop Hill. Okay. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, he was in Paternity with Burt Reynolds. Oh, maybe that's us. Airport 1975. Great movie. Um, the Rat Race. Nope, 100%. You're right, the end. Burt Reynolds holding a gun up to his... Uh, Head with Dom DeLuise wackily behind him. A big smile on Burt Reynolds' face? No, but on Dom DeLuise. That looks to be the... Are you ready for this? Yes. How far his star had fallen, but he needed the work to keep his benefits coming from SAG. He was in Chud 2. Oh. (laughs) Who... What actor hated their life more? Norman Fell having to do all those things, or uh, the guy from the A-Team? George Papard. George Papard. Well, I'll tell you who did. George Papard, because he openly bitched about how much he hated that that role. Norman Fell must have liked his job, because he would always smile at the camera. (laughs) I'm sad for Google right now, because when you type in Norman Fell... You get one, two, three searches, and then the fourth one is, is Norman Fell still alive? No, he was 70 and 78. <laughs> he was a comic genius, so. Would you go see Rickles if he were alive? Oh, yeah, yeah well, for sure. For sure, I'd sit right up front. So he could call you a hockey puck? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Look at this moon-faced hockey puck down here. <laughs> oh, insult uh. comics. Who was a better insult comic, him or uh, the comic insult dog? Triumph? Triumph. I really like Triumph, but he's not even close to Rickles. No. He's just doing a Rickles bit. Yeah. You ever see the the Triumph bit where they went to the Wiener Circle down in Chicago? Yes. That is fantastic. That is great. That is fantastic. I like the one with him at the Star Wars convention. Also very good, yes. I don't know how people handle that, though, because you clearly see the guy if you're there. 
right? Right. Did you, ever, did you ever see the TV show Soap? Yeah, with Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah, I've seen an episode or two. What was a mate? What was comedic genius? Is one of Bert's sons, Chuck, had a ventriloquist dummy named Bob, and Bob would insult the family, and they would like want to hurt the doll, <laughs> and not Chuck. So, okay, I get it. Yeah, that's probably. And then something. Chuck would give these shock looks, like Bob, cut it out. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right, all right. Should we do topics, or you guys got other? No, things? no, we should do topics. I, I think we started out on the Apatow thing, and much like your YouTube rabbit hole. Hey, we've already moved to a place where we know we don't have to do them every time, right? You know, they're just. They're well, just we can deep. go through one or two. Yeah, um, I mean, there might be something good in there. Any fans send us anything lately? Just me. Well, I got a fan. A fan sent me a. Box. What's the fan's name? Um. It's Stan from Sturgeon Bay. Yeah, all right. And it was a box of shit. Oh, like, Jesus. Like literal shit. Wow. <laughs> and I'm disturbed. What are you going to do with that? Well, I'm not disturbed about the box of shit. I'm disturbed that he found my address. I don't stand that. You guys been saying Stan? No. I've been saying Stan. No. I'll pull one. I got one already. All right. What do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be about... Wrestling? What shouldn't you get in your eye? Shit. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. Glass? <laughs> good one. Yeah. yeah. Also a good one. Yeah. What Basically, really, almost <laughs> anything. Like, you, you, you're better off saying things you can put in your eye. All right. Because right. I don't even want water in my eye. Visine. You can put Visine in your sure. eye. Right, but I still contact don't want lenses. You can put contact lenses in your eye. I don't want that. I no. think I'm finished. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just yeah, there's nothing else. Are you guys grossed out by people who can actually like touch yes. their eye? I can't. Yeah, I'm grossed out by the like. I need glasses. I need reading glasses. I don't think I need corrective glasses yet. But when I do, I'm wearing glasses. I'm not getting contact. Nope. I'm wearing. I don't want to put something in my eye. I don't want my finger that close to my eye. One time I had to put drops in my eye for something, and I didn't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, well, since I've had so many children. Yes. All of them. Uh, I have gotten a lot of pink eye because of all the poop. Oh, sure. Everywhere. So do you Wash like, your hands, Corona. So you got to put that salve in your eye? Like, you got to get the stuff. See, that know. would be gross. I couldn't do it. It burns. It hurts. Well, not only that, but you got a metal tube. Oh, no, I, it, this is just a drop. Oh, okay, because I've seen them, like, the metal application. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm not there. doing that. That, by the way, was for your ass. It's called Preparation H. Well, it was the same sort of, but it was... I know, yeah, I know. I don't want that by my eye. That was the joke. Mm. I've had that by my Golf had. balls? Bad. Yeah. Well, bad for your Two eye. Two befores. <laughs> bad. Jellyfish? Yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah, and yeah. basically, at this point, if it wasn't for the Packers, all Wisconsin sports teams. Cool. You don't want those in your eyes right now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still not sold on them. But. Well, I mean, you're, you could be the naysayer. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but I, I think they can win this kind of shitty division. They're already 2 0 in it. Yeah. But. Be the best team in it besides them. I, I, I don't think, like the Bears or anything. They could be 0-2 right now. They should be 0-2 right now. I think that the shitty draft is going to come and end up haunting them. And it kind of might haunt them this week without Devontae Adams. Who knows? Well, we'll see. 
I liked, uh, I liked, you know, the A.J. Dillon run I saw, the one. Yeah. But here's the thing. You still could have gotten Dillon. Again, you draft, Yeah, you could have gone way down you the... draft a, You draft Queens as the linebacker in the first run. You draft the receiver in the second. You draft Dillon in the third. You draft the kid Easton out of Washington that's playing for uh, the Colts right now in the fourth round, a quarterback. And you don't, now you're not forced. A fourth-round quarterback, you don't have pressure to play. You have pressure to play a first-round. Not this year, but in the next couple of years. It was a bad draft, and he'll never be able to convince me otherwise. And he hasn't even been active the first time. Right. They haven't they, even... They kept three quarterbacks because he hasn't grasped the offense. Right. They kept your brother. Tim. Tim, yeah. yeah. I, my brother's name actually is Tim. Yeah. Tim Boyle. Yeah. yeah. It's true. So... So, yeah, it, it was a shitty draft, so you have every right to not be completely sold on them as a championship contender. But I think they'll win this division and win at least 10 games. So there you go. All right. All right. I would have a hard time arguing what you said there. Okay. But I think that uh, that being said, I still think even though they're banged up right now, Frisco's the team to beat in the NFC. Uh, I would bang to differ. Well, they just lost everyone. They did. But see, <laughs> and then you've got Seattle who Seattle's. figures out a way to win games. And, man, I hope I'm wrong about it, but I still think somewhere in there the co- Fat Mike and the Cowboys are going to have something to say. No. I actually texted uh, Vic after the first Cowboys game, and I asked if he had any uh, words of advice for Mike <laughs> McCarthy. Yeah, what did I say? Uh, I, f- I forget the first thing you said, but <laughs> the second thing you said was, don't unpack your things. <laughs> What's interesting about the dichotomy is his biggest loss as a Packer coach, the most memorable biggest loss was which one? Oh, the It was the, the onside game. kick, right? Right. Yeah, and they fucking win this game last week on an onside kick that went his way. Where was that fucking luck? When you watch that, right? When you watch that play, do you get the distinct feeling that somewhere somebody's Madden controller froze? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, like they just stood there and watched it. I don't know what the thought. I think they thought it might have gone out of bounds if they watched it, but. There was literally like a 2% probability that Dallas gets that ball. Right. Especially now with the new rules of how they set up for kids. Here's the thing. Even if it's going to go bounce, fall on it, it's your ball. The ball never left the ground. Right. Right? So when it's coming to you, what prevents you from dropping to your knees? And covering? And covering that ball. Right. Nobody can touch you until you touch the ball. Right. Right. It was just, it was nonsensical. Dan Quinn. He's going to get fired. Out. <laughs> <laughs> He's done. By the way, in my fantasy league that you are both in, the GMFFL, I've yeah. never started 0-3. In fact, I've never started 0-2. Mm-hmm. In 27 years, my worst finish was 5-8. and eight, Okay? Mm-hmm. Not only am I 0-2, but I'm without Adams, Thomas, and Mostert this week. Yeah. What a bunch of fucking garbage season this is turning into. It's rough. What a dumpster fire. So I will probably go 0-3 for the first time in the history of that league. You think that's bad? I'm going to lose the little country this week. I beat him. He has his... What shoe goes on what foot written on the shoes? On the shoes. shoes. (laughs) Uh. Well, to be fair, in the other league that we drafted the same day at my brother's, but the early league... 
He put up 115 on me last week. Jesus. But that team's actually good, although he just lost McCaffrey, but he was smart enough to pick up Davis, um, his backup. But in that, he's pretty balanced in that league. In the other league, the NFL, he's a garbage fire. Can I uh, ask a question? You may be the only person that can answer it for me. Yeah. So we've been to two years straight to the same draft with country. Mm-hmm. Both years, roughly 365 days apart. He's had a Band-Aid mm-hmm. on the top of his head. Yeah. Both times. Yeah. So he's... Rep- still on his head. He, was at, he came with me to Frank's show last week, and it was still on his head. Repeatedly injuring the same spot on yeah. his head. Yeah. Is that just like, does he have something like above his bed and he just... No, he actually wrestles Abdullah the Butcher daily. <laughs> and, uh... And you can see part of his brain. Yeah. <laughs> so, he really has no choice but to cover that up. I don't know what happened. He told me, and it didn't make any sense. So but I stopped Literally, that. it's always there. Yeah, yeah. It's like Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Maybe it's his look. Yeah, maybe he's getting that over. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know that he told me, so here's a funny story. I asked him, this is how he came about going to the show in Waukesha. He calls me and he's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I go, I got a show in Waukesha. He goes, cool, can I come? I'm like, cool, yeah, do you have a ticket? Do you want to buy a ticket? He's like, cool, I ended up getting him count. But anyway, he's like, yeah, I'm out in Waukesha visiting my friend in jail. <laughs> and I said, what's he in for? No, it's a she. It's a long story. Oh, boy. So, obviously, knowing that Best Buy stories... You yeah, that, that, yeah, where I met his female friends. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'll just finish visiting her, and then I'll just shoot over to the building. I'm like, whatever, bro. So, he was out in Waukesha trying to put money on the card of his incarcerated friend. So... Oh. She's a whore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then after good. that, we went to Bullwinkles for after show me. Oh, yeah, Bullwinkles is mm-hmm. good. That's yeah, good stuff. Good. Did you get, good a pre- food. get a pretzel burger? I didn't. I'm trying to remember what I got because my mind is shot right now. Um, uh, I got nachos as an appetizer. I think I did an all-appetizer sort of gimmick because sure. nachos that I shared because, of course, the country was out of money. Um... And then I mozzarella, wonton mozzarella sticks. I don't like the regular ones. Like you got to get the. Sure. Yeah, I get you. And then some other. A little bit of a little bit of girth. Yeah. So anyway, that was my. I don't know how we got on it, but the bandaid on Little Country's head. He was out visiting a friend in jail last week Saturday. Good job keeping people's spirits up, country. Then he also told me about some girl that he met mm. that was drunk, mm. that was trying to get him to pay. Um, her car note and then when he c- couldn't come up with the money because he was going to do it <laughs> she texted him saying she was going to kill herself so there was that story too the legend did he ask her to wait so he could save up for the headstone <laughs> <laughs> no, oh god so yeah it was some fun times all around uh, possibly the best guest we've ever had on the show I, well I mean we've had it's tough, though. We had tricks. Out of all the guests we've had, he's definitely been one of them. Yeah, he's not the worst. I mean, we had DT. Okay. We had... Uh, AI. AI. And we had ZM. Okay. I mean, 
we could put that that foursome together and ship that to the Broadcasting Hall of Fame and see what they tell us. They're going to tell us, sorry, we had to put your guys in the dumpster because of the Charles Nelson Riley wing we're putting in this week. Right. We won't win any proddies with, with, that, with those shows. Hey, hey, country, do you remember? No. <laughs> no, I do not. He didn't remember when we were talking over dinner last week, getting backflipped into a shopping cart. Oh, God. And I'm like, how do you not remember? It had to be excruciating. He goes, yeah, eh, maybe I remember a little. <laughs> so. Yeah, that there's nothing nice about that landing. There's just deep repression of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and also a pick and save uh, indentation in his spine. <laughs> That's a cool tattoo. Will you pay for my Hyundai? I can't. Well, I guess I'll go home and kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I asked them, I said, dude, why would you even consider a girl you've hung out with twice paying for this car note? Well, I can answer that. Sex. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, well, I mean, I'm just really wanting to help her out. I'm like, really? How about helping me out? You still owe me for fantasy football, you welch. So, anyway. And I'd have that money, too, if I didn't pay a car note. (laughs) Several car notes, in fact. Car notes and money on the books for honey buttons. Hmm. Oh, that fella. He's also a fellow diabetic. So that's fun. That group is, like, uh, growing. You guys have almost a full-blown stable. Yeah, well... You know, when you're on unha- when you live unhealthy lifestyles, I'll be there. I mean, not okay. Here's the thing: not everybody's gonna. I mean, you have to have a you know, genetic disposition for it first of all, and then you can trigger it by having very bad choices and how you take care of your body and what you eat. I'm just waiting to get colored in. To get what? Colored in like a biker gang. Oh, oh. a diabetic biker gang. Oh yes, yes. Actually, you don't. We just stick like. Uh, like cupcakes frosting first on your arm. And then <laughs> you're good to go. And you just And then as you're leaving, somebody goes, Are you gonna eat those? Right. And now you're a diabetic. So anyway, alright, let's grab another topic. Colors. Because we could Colors. we could talk about Colors. little country and diabetes it's, all day. The, this hat's flopping. I can't do no walking. My gout does the talking. <laughs> <laughs> gout <laughs> Doctor says he can see my beatus is stalking. That's good. Iced tea. I can't open this. Yeah, I know. I made them super hard to open. Oh, I think I got it. And read. Well, that that we've known. All right. Ha has wrestling giving you CTE? What are your worst head injuries? Well, let me start. <laughs> um. I don't know about. It's been C- a while for this one. <laughs> I don't know about CTE. Uh huh. Uh huh. But it it could be possible. I know my memory is shit, so I will tell you when I think I damaged my brain. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a summer day. No, no, no. <laughs> the Fourth of July. No, <laughs> that's when I got my neck broken, and will never lead a normal life again. But before that, um, we were doing the brawl. Okay. And we're doing a show in the studio, 
and I had there was a spot where I had the outlaw in a sharpshooter type of move. Texas Cloverleaf, whatever it was. Brian's job was to come in and smack me as hard as he could with a chair across my shoulder blades. Right, to break the... Now, this isn't necessarily Brian's fault because when I look back at the tape, when I have the move on the outlaw, he's up like this on his arms. Okay, so he's... But he's sort of powering out. Yeah. So Brian's in, he starts to rear back, and just as he rears back... There's a push-up. The outlaw drops to his oh. chest. So you lower. So I lower, and I take a chair shot right across the back of my head. Like, and if Brian still has the tape because mine's gone because it torched up in the fire, it sounds like a gunshot went off. Because Brian, pretty aggressive with the chair. Yeah, and blind. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> so Years later, I, I did never really thought about it, and it was with somebody, and like, you know, you have a flat spot on your skull, an uneven spot, like it, almost like it was fractured. I think two things. I suffered a skull fracture from that chair shot. Not his fault, because again, the person should have stayed up on his fucking arms when that chair was coming. Mm -hmm. However... And two, maybe I'm a little tougher than I give myself credit. Because all I was was loopy for three days. Never went to a hospital. And never even thought that I could have a slightly fractured skull. So if I have CTE, I don't know if I do. That played a huge part in it. The joke is, if I, do, I don't know if I have CTE. Because I don't know what that is. No. Right. So <laughs> that would be the worst head injury I ever suffered. The other one was at a fusion show. Oh, all against right. Cuba in our blow-off match. Yeah, the the kiss, kiss my doop. Yeah. yeah, what had happened is before the match we had walked around the building and we were going to do a spot where I was going to get my head bounced off the bar. Yeah, yeah, pretty what, standard. What I didn't realize is half of the bar was flat and the other half had a lip and a ridge around the outside of the bar. Okay. Well, that we didn't really explore when we were walking through the match. So I was like, all right, yeah, we'll be good here. We were about six inches, maybe eight inches further away from that spot when we were brawling. And I took the lip of the bar off of my forehead mm. and got a concussion from that. So those are the two most memorable. Headings. And that was the main event. Yeah. Of that show. Yeah. And we, I finished the match, but man, was I a loopy fucker after that. Holy cow. More loopy than normal. And you kissed the dupa. And I did. And it wasn't his sister. So. Oh. I don't know what this means, but I've seen it before. Yee. So, um. <laughs> so those were the two that I that are notable head injuries. From. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever. So I, I've never been knocked out in wrestling. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, my two worst. Uh, injuries would be that I can remember was uh, Eddie XM dropping me on my head in the DDT up in Green Bay. You know, the one where you pick it up like a dominator. Oh, and yeah. And you roll the guy off and you catch him into the DDT. Okay. Well, yeah. he caught me and then he he literally fell pulled. back. He pulled. Yeah, uh. he pulled. So I landed on top of my head. Okay. 
and you can see it on the tape, uh, videotape, because that's actually what it's on. You can see my head and my whole body weight come down on it, so I probably should have broken my neck. But I think I just gave myself a stinger, but that neck was bad. Well, let me for... tell you about neck breaks and stingers. But anyway. <laughs> and then uh, I may have gotten a spinal concussion. I don't even know if that's a thing. A spinal concussion by taking a wooden crutch to the back from Brian oh. in uh, Berlin. It is, by the way. You can get a concussion without a shot to the head. Well, he hit me across the back with this crutch so hard that my eye- it flashed behind my eyes. Yeah. And I was like, holy. Because all it has to be is the force has to be enough for your brain to hit your skull. That's right. What it, so it doesn't always have to be from a headshot. A very violent match that didn't get recorded, by the way. Oh, my. Why was it because Chris Hansen knocked someone's camera out of their hand? Partially. Yeah. Also, our recording stopped about ten minutes into it, I think. Yikes. What about you, Vic? Any headshots you remember? I mean, I, I took a lot of them. But how can I tell you it's CTE and not fucking smoking dope all the fucking sure. time? And in my case, same thing. Is it old age? Is it a start of Alzheimer's? Well, then there's that, that too. I'm 45 years old. Yeah, I'll be 50. I played high school football. Yeah. I wrestled Brian about 13,000 <laughs> times. I right. should be dead right now. <laughs> right. right, right. It was all that. Again, my family has, um, my dad's had a family history of, of dementia. Like... Right? So, who the fuck knows why my memory's shit? I've been in at least a half a dozen car accidents. There you go. So, yeah, I, I guess I it, can't really blame wrestling. Until they find a way to kind of tell if you have it while you're still alive without... Yeah, you know, right, that's the thing. Analyzing your brain. You can't, you can't really know. I mean, there is ginkgo biloba. To help your memory? No, a guy I went to school with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For an exchange For student. Exchange student, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. All right. You want to grab one? So we'll see. Sure. As the answer to that question is, I don't know if I have CTE or not. But again, like you played high school football, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. You been in a car accident before? Uh, a couple. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that what happened to you in wrestling didn't contribute, but I don't know that you can put it all on wrestling either. Right. I took a chair shot from Jack Briggs. I, I wish it would have changed my personality and I would have turned into Don Juan. <laughs> or Stefan Urkel? Yes. Would you settle for Don John? Um, I would settle for this bet for Ron John and his surf shop. Who should have ended The Undertaker's streak? And the answer is Michelle McCool. Oh. With a bottle of shout. Okay. And the laundry. <laughs> um. That is a shit stain joke, everybody. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. This will be an unpopular answer, because I know he's not a popular figure, but I would have probably said... Don't fucking say... Roman Reigns. Okay, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I'm, I'm think, okay with that answer. I think Roman Reigns... As a, at the time when they were trying to establish him as the next dominant force, I think, it would have, and a dominant force that's going to be there full time, as opposed to Brock Lesnar, who was on a limited schedule, I think Roman Reigns should have been the guy. And we all watched that together. We watched that at my house. 
No, we watched, we watched it here, I thought. No, WrestleMania 30 was at my house. Okay. We had just came back from a thing, and we had the fudge. Remember, we went to the... Oh, right. Right, 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 right. right. So we were all at my house on the red couch with the fudge on the table watching WrestleMania. That's not a euphemism. It was legit fudge. (laughs) It was legit fudge. Yeah, this wasn't a Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Um, Valiant. Oh, no. So, uh, was he the wrong person to end that streak? Because it did get quite the reaction. It got the reaction because nobody had done it before. Yeah. But it didn't didn't help him. It, It didn't need to. He didn't right. right. That was to me the the correct answer was Bray Wyatt, okay. and the reason that's the correct answer is not only did he need the help up because of losing to Cena, I want to say the year prior, mm-hmm. but also the fact that if you look at it abstractly, they're kind of the same gimmick. Yeah, it you know would have been like a passing of the right. They have that. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? Macabre sense to them, both mm-hmm. gimmicks. It would have been kind of a passionate, and people would have loved that. But maybe that's why they didn't do it because he wasn't a babyface. Well, the other thing that I I think of is much like when Goldberg lost finally in WCW, it shouldn't have been the Nash. Like I, th- it was time for Goldberg to lose, but it should have been to somebody who could have gotten that rub. Kevin Nash didn't need it. Okay, so who do you give that to? Um, Because they were pretty bad about establishing new talent until they needed to. Well, I mean... That could have established anybody, though. I hear you, but you can't just send Lash LaRue out and say you're going to beat Goldberg tonight. 99, I want to say. So let me look at that card. Either 98 or 99, but I think it's 99. Okay, let me look at the card here from this fucking phone. You gotta be kidding me. Can't be Kidman. Uh, it was, uh, let's see, <clears throat> December 27th, 1998. Okay, what was that? Was that Starcade? Starcade, yep. Yeah. So, Starcade 98. 1998 WCW roster. Let's take a look here. And while you do that, I'll just pull up that card. Um, from 98. I'm just going to start reading some names for you here. Okay. Bam Bam Bigelow. Barry Darso. Oh. Barry Windham. Big Ooh. Bubba Rogers. Uh, 98 doesn't sound like he... Right. He, I mean, he's not old, but... Okay. He was almost on his way out the door. Also, here's some of the matches from that night. Kidman defeated Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Norman Smiley defeated Prince Iakea. Perry Saturn, Ernest Miller. Brian Adams, Scott Norton, Fit Finley. Conan. Booker Chris, T. Chris Jericho. So my logical choices would have been Booker T or Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, you can go... Like, I'm trying to look at this list of people, because over a certain age, I feel like you gotta you got to scratch those people out, right? Yeah, like right. And, and obviously, they, they like, Ric Flair wasn't going to be the guy. He was too busy on Starcade <clears throat> losing to Eric Bischoff in a seven-minute match. So, 
he clearly had, his dance card was full. Jesus Christ, what a piece of shit oh, looking card. All right, so I just looked at the whole card. I see one name I'd be willing to put over Goldberg in that spot. And? It's the Giant. Oh, yeah. It's the Giant. Yeah, that makes sense. Instead, they had the Giant lose to DDP. Right. What about Vampiro? I know. I hate Vampiro. Never Vampiro. I refused to come to your house and watch a documentary on Vampiro. Oh, we're on watching that. I had nothing to do. We're watching that documentary. You are. We're I'm watching not. it on the show. What could it be about? How good could that documentary be? You may be surprised. Maybe. I, I feel like I feel like Booker T's the guy. Yeah, I think he probably would have been. I hope that at the beginning of the the Vampiro documentary, it's just a shot of him sitting on the couch. And then he leans over, he looks at a guy, he's like, roll my credits. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything until you roll my credits. What do you think of, uh, um, I don't even want to get down there. I will talk all day and I'll make just be mad. I was going to talk about the booking in WCW. Just ridiculous. Hmm. And this was before, this was before Russo came back. There wasn't really coherent booking except for the one... There's one main story. Too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. They consistently, almost consistently, had a booking committee. And I'm not, I'm not here to tell you it should only be one guy and his ideas, but it shouldn't be ten of them. Right. I'll tell you that much. When was the when was WCW slash NWA Mid Atlantic Georgia's championship. When was the best booking period in that company's time? 1989. Yep. And you know who was booking? Rick Frere. Right. But he was on a committee though too. He had committee booking. He did have a committee. But he had the final say. Especially on the main angles. Right. Right. And you need uh, that's what you need to have. Is you need to have the final say person. Because you can't expect one person to write every single show if you're running that much content. That's too much. I've always thought that on a show like that, a TV show, television show, you should have three people booking, and they should each have... Um, a segment? Yes. So, like, say you have three main titles. Like, mm -hmm. WCW had more, but let's just say... So, you're handling our heavyweight title match, and... That whole title picture, you know, whatever that means, if it's four guys, six guys, whatever you want to do, you're handling our secondary title and whatever those six guys, and you have the tag team picture, and you figure out what to do with those four or five tag teams. Anything else that doesn't pertain to any of that, we can figure out together. But these three main storylines have to be supported by one person that handles what that's supposed to look like. The undercard is the undercard, but... That way, you can put all your focus on making that belt that you're kind of responsible for showcasing. You can give all your energy and all the build-up right. and all the other stuff. That should be what you're building up towards. That's how I think a committee should work. When you get some of these crazy committees we've heard about, it was like seven, eight, ten guys. What are you responsible for? Tops, four guys. Okay? Yeah. And hear me out on this. Heavyweight title? Uh-huh. Secondary title, uh -huh. tag team titles, uh -huh. fourth guy, 
books what's left over. Sure. To get contenders ready to move on to this guy's program. Yeah, or storylines that are important but not title related. Just, you know. Yep. And that guy also should probably, well, one of those guys has to be the continuity guy to make sure that everything makes sense. Well, that's why you all meet together. Right. Right. So. And you start at the bottom and you work your way up. That's what Drake said. Yeah. No, that's not what Drake said. Okay. He said he started from the bottom, now he here. Yeah. You know what else he said? Okay. I'm an obnoxious fucking Raptor fan. Yeah. Well, here was the top. No, no, I understood. Okay. So he started from the... Right, right. Yeah. I understand. Oh, all right. But he didn't say it. Okay. Okay, I get you. He's great. If we're going to be literal now about things... Oh, we're going to be real literal. (laughs) Literal and liberal. Ooh. Liberally little. Literal. Gotcha. We just gained like 17 new fans in a wrestling business. As a new liberal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. We could probably end after this. Harley Hellcat. We've done Harley Hellcat. Warren oh, Scott. Oh, man. That he, meaning Harley Hellcat, yes. has accidentally sent a dick pic to Steve Santana. Harley Hellcat. Yep. Tell Scott. Tell him Scott. That he accidentally yes. sent a picture of his, his hog, yeah. so to speak. Yep, his Hellcat hog. To Steve Santana. Correct. As performed. Yeah. <laughs> by Vic Ross. Yes, sir. Alright. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Do you want to take some deep breaths first? Because you always get dizzy with this, you know? Oh, Scott. Oh, man, I got problems. So, so I got a new phone, right? And I, whew, I had to try it out. And I knew, it's an iPhone. It's, it's an iPhone. And it's got these new cameras. It's different angles, right? And I thought I was, whew, oh, man, are you going to eat that? Save that for me. I, I thought I was taking a picture to put on my MySpace. Right? Yeah, I still got a MySpace. Oh, I'm the only one. It's great. You can put, you can put your favorite song out. People go to your page. Song starts up. But I thought, thought I was taking a picture of my face. Took it. Whew. Oh, man. Took a picture of my dick. And then, before I knew what I was doing, I texted it. I texted it to Steve. Texted it to Steve Santana. Do do you know what this means? Do you know what this means? I'm going to get pregnant. I'm going to get pregnant. I'm going to gain like four pounds. And I'm going to have Steve Santana's baby. So so let me ask you this. First of all, Stupid front-facing camera. <laughs> First of all, judging by what we know about the build of Harley Hellcat, yes, even that's facing what, down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
he was going to have a hard time <laughs> getting a shot of anything. I never said it. I never said how much you could see. I just, I just said I accidentally took the picture. Just, just a little bit above. Just. Does he have an Audi belly? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that, uh, that oh, helped man. cat. You know what it looks like? You know what it looks like? It looks like a mushroom. Growing out of a stick patch. <laughs> in the forest. <coughs> so let me ask you this. What if Harley Hellcat yes. was explaining to dangerous Doug Dillon yes. how to properly make the sandwich <laughs> as he was making the sandwich? Like, who would pass out first? <laughs> I, I think they both go down at the same time because all of the air has been extracted from the room. Like the end of Rocky? Yes. Oh. So what are your thoughts as we get close to wrap up here? Road Warrior Animal passed away at the time of this recording. He passed away yesterday. Yes. You sure. Um, and we've had discussions about tag teams. and I, You know, I love tag team wrestling. And I never really put the Road Warriors as my number one, but they're definitely in my top five because they, they were different, right? They right. did something nobody else did before. When they would hit the ring hot every time and just beat some jabronis up and then cut... You could argue that they ruined tag team wrestling, though. Because they came around, mm -hmm. and then what came behind them? A bunch of teams that copied them. Not necessarily. I mean, there were there were a couple. Yeah. Okay. Demolition. Demolition. Barbarian every, nothing in wrestling is new. Sure. For a long time. The NWA had the Rock and Roll Express. So the AWA got the Midnight Rockers. And before Jim Cornette moved over to Crockett's territory, they were the Midnight Express in Memphis. Right. So everybody had an express. Uh, well, I guess my argument the, is that... Don't forget the, uh, the rock and roll RPMs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess my argument is that tag team wrestling seemed more of an art But it story still was. Me. Okay, so yeah, they dominated in the early 80s, and then they started to even out a little bit in the mid-80s, and right. actually gets... But even in the mid '80s, you still had the Midnight Express doing yeah, great. The Fantastics, yeah, the, the British Bulldogs, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, Tommy Rich and some jabroni. They were different. They they got over, but then when they left the AWA, they actually ran into teams that would. Granted, they had to like hit him with a fucking weight to break his orbital orbital or, orbital socket. But Warrior and Barbarian got over on them that right. way. Like, you know, they leveled that off at some point. But they still would beat the shit out of the jobbers on Saturday night. I mean, right. that never changed. So what I said to a buddy of mine was, when I was a kid, I thought the Road Warriors were the greatest thing in the world. Because mm -hmm. they'd hit that ring hot. They'd fucking decimate somebody in under a minute, probably. Had great entrance music no matter where they went. Right. <laughs> then they would hit the the interview, and Hawk would talk about shitting down your neck. Mm -hmm. Ellering would say something, and then they'd be on their way. Mm -hmm. Right? But uh, I hate to do this because of the timing. Can you, can you name me, like, a really good Road Warriors match right now? Like, a really good one? The scaffold comes to mind, but it's not good. It's not good. No, it was just memorable. I mean, they had a decent match, and I can't remember the event, 
against Nikita and Ivan. Okay. And you, I know they had to have worked uh, Arn and Tully at some point. Yeah. Which was probably okay. But, like, when they would work the Midnights, okay, not just the scaffold, mm-hmm. that was basically uh, Cornette had to get the racket involved before they could get any heat on Right. You know? Right. I mean, I, kn- I get it. They were they were both, like, 6'4 and... 300 pounds, but you got to sell, man. Right. Not for everybody, but you got to, like, you don't got to sell for the Mulkies or the Italian Stallion. <coughs> right. But you got to sell for guys that draw money for the company. You know who didn't sell for the Road Warriors? Crusher and Mad Dog in their 60s. That's pretty bullshit. Like, I was at, they didn't, they wouldn't sell shit for the Road Warriors. And the World Warriors wouldn't sell either, so it was just this match of just... It was like Dirty Ernie versus himself. <laughs> was that because they were... Uh, you don't know this because you're not them, but right. they were uh, were they upset at the... I don't uh, think Crusher knew how to sell. Okay. I, well, you know, let's be Especially honest. at that point of his I story. know that they were older, but they were main eventers for a long time. Yeah. For a long, long time. And Vern and, always and, held on. Like, look at how long Bachwinkle. Look at how long Vern held titles. Right. Like, Vern always let his older guys still look strong. Like, he never, you know, again, Bachwinkle was 60-something and champ. But my point being was they had been main eventers for so long, and then these kids come in, and they're getting the big push because... They're big and they're young. Doing steroids, mounds of cocaine. Right. And <laughs> just Crusher wouldn't have him. He was like, fuck you, I ain't selling. Yeah. And Mad Dog was, probably was like, well, if he's not selling, I'm not selling. Right. My leg hurts. No. Right. All right. I'm sure. Sons of bitches. I'm sure Matt, yeah, I'm sure he's like, look, if, I, if he doesn't have to do it. I mean, I was wrestling at this arena too in main events. Right. And don't eat the cows. They have the mad the cow disease. How much money would it take for you guys to take the doomsday device? Oh, you can't pay me. Yeah, that there's now. there's not enough money. I I saw what happened to Henry Godwin. <laughs> yeah. The balls on Henry Godwin to go. I'll do that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Three things I'm not taking in wrestling business. Are you ready? I'm ready. The doomsday device. Yeah. The burning hammer. Okay. Yeah. And the Hamrick bump. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Hamrick bump. Yeah, Have you ever great. talked about that? I don't know, but if I'm not guys, taking it. If you guys can find it, it's probably on YouTube, but it's Chris Hamrick versus uh, the one, two, three kid. Yeah. 1, 2, 3 kid. And he comes off the ropes 130 miles yeah. an hour. He does it uh, like a week or two later with Owen Hart, too. And he get, he just takes a pass by. Yep. And he launches himself, launches himself feet, first. feet first through the middle and the top. Yep. To the floor. Yep. Where there's nobody. Chris Hamrick, the original stupid bump taker. I No, fully still prior to that. Here's one I wouldn't take either. The Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. Well, then you better stay retired because as best I can tell, everybody does it. I don't do it. Then only Russell Lane. Okay. Nobody's leaving their feet. Well, I was told that once. 
in a match. Yeah. Yee. It was a warm day. <laughs> the 4th of July. It in was fact. a hot summer day <laughs> when I stepped into that square oh, circle. man. Whew. Hot canvas. This is what's happening, huh? Hot takes. Yeah. Well, going in with the notion, I will not be picked up today. And then... Continue telling your story. ...that unfortunate tag out happened. And an angered wrestler, mad at the gentleman who tagged out, decided to lose his mind. Bang on me with forearm smashes that could have sent shivers down the biggest man's spine. Oh. And I'm then sorry. You fucked this up. We're out of, we're out of time. And then... It happened. I can't have kids now because of that. <laughs> no, that's why. <laughs> Take us out. <laughs> All right. All right, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. I mean, we should wrap, okay? But can I just point out the fact that you fucked your own bit up? Why? Because that was not a two live crew song. You've been playing two live crew songs I've been at the ends of shows. I've been playing pussy songs. Pretty good run of two live crew. I understand you're gonna have two to go to that well. You gotta well. go to that well a lot. Yeah. What about um, the Pussycat Dolls? They, they didn't really have a good pussy song. Well, but they, were, they did have Nicole Scherzer. What about Aerosmith? Pink. <laughs> Pink. Also a great video if you can find it. Terrible. Terrible. Steven Tyler is awful. What about Pink the singer? I don't like her. But she's coming out. I have an issue with Pink the Singer, so and I have an issue with Halsey. Okay. S- suggest you get the party started. Hang on a second. <laughs> what, let's, I gotta hear this. What's your problem with Pink? They just She just looks gross to me. Uh, she looks dirty hot. D- d- dirty hot is... She just looks dirty. Dirty. Uh, it's dirty hot. Dirty early. She's always, like, glistening a bit. Like, she's just sweating. It's hot, dude. <laughs> dirty hot. She's got, like, you know, the real short hair. You know, you know she's got the marb lights somewhere. And how can you not like Halsey? They're uh, rolled up in the sleeve of her shirt. <laughs> yeah. What, what's the deal with Halsey? It's very similar. It's very similar. I don't even know what a Halsey looks I'll like, look so I'm going to... It's a very similar feeling for me. We need not stick around if you want to wrap it. No, no, no. Halsey. It's great. You look up Halsey. What's your favorite Halsey moment? Uh, it was that part where she, she said I was a week away from turning into a hooker and then my music was, was uh, finally a hit. Dude, she might have had some business. She's not a bad looking girl. Right? Yeah, Look, get some body shots. I mean, this one ain't so No, good, no, get, get the full body shots. That's not a good picture. But the... She's got good lungs. Yeah. And she's hanging with the chain smoker. Yeah. Like right here, you don't think this is an attractive picture of her? It's just dirty. It's I, It feels dirty to me. And w- would I turn either down? No, you've done much worse. Yeah. Well, I would now. I'm a very happily married Here, man. this is a very uh, pink-esque picture. Pink. Yeah, Halsey. not good. Not good. You guys, you guys are so wrong. No. What? I, I said I'm in. Okay. He's in. I'm out. Okay. Yeah, I can't believe it. Out! Jits, you're in on Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah well, Jessica Parker. Who would it be? She's a witch. I'm bringing up that a was when she was hot. 
I'm gonna bring up a picture of her right now. Uh, do it. You know what? Remember what her TV show is called, right? Sex in the City. No, Gaggle of Bitches. Oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's never looked better. Her mane is beautiful. She's in Hey, did you know that there's only three sports figures that look like their team mascot? Uh, Peyton Manning. Is he one? No. Ah, oh, shit. Does he look like a Bronco? Is that, is that or movie? a horse. Any horse. Well, he was a horse, a, I guess. Yeah. He was a horse, yeah. Well, okay, I'll give you one. John Elway. Yes. John <laughs> Elway. The other two are coaches. Uh... uh well, you're not going to go the Bill Cower route because they made the mascot after. Uh, Alright, they're both college basketball coaches. I'm not going to... Bobby Knight? Gene Cady. I don't know who Gene Cady is. Purdue Boilermakers. Okay. Coach, and John Cheney from the Temple Owls. He looks like an owl? Pull up John he does Cheney. have... The, the big dark rings. Yeah. Always got the dark rings around his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Pull up John Cheney once. Tell me he doesn't look like an owl. Isaac, I know we're talking about something from the eighties. Belichick kind of looks like the old. Uh, he does look like an old wise owl. He does, and he does. Now, 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 look at Gene Cady, and then pull up the Purdue Boilermaker mascot, and tell me. I'm just glad your answer wasn't Tim Running Cloud of the Cleveland Indians. Because that's no good for anybody. Yeah. Or the Washington Football Club. Alright. Good job, Gene. It's good hair. You like that? Um, <clears throat> on a side note, since we're talking about Native Americans. What we weren't, but okay. <laughs> At my job now... It's our job to put people into a queue for them to get assistance, right? But we don't want to keep them there long enough to get their full name. So it's like we're part of the world's lamest Indian reservation. Okay. Can somebody help out Tony Green Jacket? You know, things what do you like think? that. Jane Katie? A little bit. That looks like Wreck It Ralph. It does, kind of. When did they cartoonize this, poor, this Boilermaker fella? I don't know. Yeah. Belichick. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Belichick. Very much so. Well, it's not nearly as disheveled as a Bill Bell. Well, Come yeah, on. But if you look at that Come face. On. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's belly. All right. Are we ready to go now? We've just Judd Apatowed the end of our show. Oh, that's why. <laughs> we, there's a reason. <laughs> this is all done for Full a reason. Full circle. So now when you're listening and at the top of the hour, you're like, no, I don't think anything could run too long if it's entertaining we just proved oh. that you can <laughs> alright from Vic Ross for Jack Spade hey I'm Hot Chops Scott Williams whatever if that's Scott. even a thing Scott we should, we should wrap this up 20, 25 minutes ago <laughs> you've been listening to the Spirit of 76 or 76th edition alright 77's coming up Josh Hader, talk to you.